I'm Jeff. And I'm the original voice of Jiminy Cricket. It's the hour. <laughs> and on today's groundbreaking episode... Government makes $3,500 off a sick buck. Scientists spray it, but don't say it. Is that a boner pill in your pocket, or are you just sad to see me? A Duncan customer dunked his knife into the body of an employee. Next time you're at Benihana, you might get carded for the suit. And the Supreme Court ruled Friday that once again, Donald Trump lost the 2020 election. It's like the Hanukkah of elections. The losing stretched out for eight crazy weeks or forever. Hmm. Next, his appeals will be to Night Court, the People's Court, and the Food Court. Really, I think this is uh, what we all needed. We needed to see him lose again and 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 again. Wow. He's lost a lot of court cases. I just, just he, yeah, fifty. How many? Fifty-three. I think. Nice, nice. That's um, how many I put on there. But yeah. I think the the thing cut off a few of them, and I I lost count somewhere. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just gonna have to go back and count them and make sure you got fifty-three of them in there. Yeah, I'm sure I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna guess forty-two. Okay. Well, that's we'll, that's fine. We'll update you next week. If uh, or, if you go ahead. Or you can just count and you know send us an email and let us know. That's what I was going to say. We're yeah, on the same yeah, page. Great, great minds think alike. Yeah, well. We assume. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Talking about myself here. Oh, oh, I see. There's many a self-deprecating joke that I've made that I've accidentally insulted someone else while doing it. And um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I apologize for, for everyone, to everyone for that. Should we put that in the correction section? Are we talking a little early on this? <laughs> yeah, Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> How was your week? Oh, man. This is, first of all, this is a groundbreaking episode. Oh, is it? Yes. This is, a, this is in, in the hour first. In a, the hour first, I am drinking water. Yeah. Ah, is it a first? <laughs> During the show. <laughs> I'm pretty I, I sure it is. The, the after Thanksgiving episode, you were also drinking water. Oh, that's that could be it. Yeah. Well, I'm actually so I going. I think it's a second. <laughs> maybe a second. I'm actually going somewhere after I record this, so I, you know. I can't be drinking, so I might not be as loosey goosey as normal on this episode. Uh, this is a hundred twentieth uh, for me. Uh, I would, I'm drinking nothing, so <laughs> it's good. It's good. I uh, I feel like I have to drink alcohol in order to be fun and funny. Yeah, let's analyze that one later, shall we? <laughs> uh, I think uh, you need to go to the hour psychology for that one. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. That's a different podcast. <laughs> Uh, they no, probably but think it's something to do with your mother. Uh, most likely, yeah. No, but I, I, uh, I'm good. I've decided. I've decided finally, which is nice to make a decision. I'm not going to buy a house. Oh, okay. Right now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do another year, another year lease. I'm gonna wait another year and see what happens with everything. Are, are you gonna keep at the same place, or are you like, you know, unhappy with those uh, uh, thin walls where you can hear your neighbors urinating? Extremely unhappy. Well. And some neighbors just moved in upstairs too. Like uh, it's been uh, empty for like two months now, I think. No. Um, and some it's some quiet. neighbors just moved in, so it's you know dogs are all barking and stuff. And did you, you say know. dogs or dongs? Dogs. Oh, okay, okay. Like canines. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dogs are barking. They're, I don't think they have dogs. Uh, 
But anyway, so dogs, dongs, uh, dogs, the canines. Yeah. So anyway, there's this place uh, that's new. It's well, it's a new apartment like building thing, um, and it looks really nice. It's a little more expensive, but I think I'm gonna think we're just bring for here. And here's my here's my um, treat yourself. I'm gonna treat myself. And here's my um, I always make an excuse for myself as to why I need to spend more money. <laughs> Instead of just not spending the money, no. But if, if I'm going to be working from home, yeah. um, I'm not going to put any miles on my car. I'm not going to need as much gas, right? So there's there's a lot of money savings. And then if I'm going to be working from home, I need to like where I am. <laughs> yeah. If we're going to be in quarantine for another, who knows how long? Exactly. For me, at least until June, I think that my job said and we'll be working yeah. remotely. And I think after that, they're just going to be like, yeah, just stay, stay home. <laughs> Got those vaccines rolling out. Yeah, they are rolling out. Plant in West Michigan. Is that right? Yeah, Pfizer plant in West Michigan. Oh, yeah, because they were based out of there for a while, weren't they? They were downtown Ann Arbor for, well, not downtown, but they were in Ann Arbor for a while. I I worked in the old Pfizer building, which I believe I've mentioned on the the pod before. Oh, yeah. Nice. It was like like walking around a, uh, you know, post-apocalyptic set where like the labs were all dark and disheveled because people would just like move things and uh-huh. left things and sometimes there'd be like a flashing fluorescent light and be like oh well that's where it started yeah huh i saw um uh, we may have mentioned this on the show before but i saw someone had um gone into their office building after like um you know months and months of no one going into the building um and, like he was like it was a weird like pause in time because like um, there was, uh, there was like Easter candy and stuff. Someone had <laughs> left flowers on their desk that had died. Um, <laughs> all the calendars were still like, you know, up April. for April <laughs> and they had all just left. Like there was a half drink cup of coffee. Like it looked like growing mold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it looked like something horrible had happened and it had, yes, it, it has. Yes. And it is still. What else going on in your week? Um, Moving to a fancy new apartment? Going to move to a fancy new apartment, and that is it, dude. That is That's it? Bro, that is it. So, so uh, are you packing already? No. Uh, I won't be moving until the end of February. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you got to, yeah. you know, you got to get in with it. So here's the thing. Here's here's something that I hate. Um, so I, I know that I'm going to move to this place. But I also know that they're going to have leasing specials that like I could get like a free month of rent or something or whatever. Or maybe like $500 off rent or whatever they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I apply for that now and hold an apartment for me now, I won't get that leasing special. But, but if, if I wait, just... You might not get the apartment. If I wait, that's what they say, but I'm still going to get an apartment. It's not like there are going to be no apartments available. It's possible. If that's the case, then I just won't move to this one place. <laughs> I'll just find <laughs> somewhere else. But like you can't plan ahead in, in this renting world because you... Well... You're probably right, too, with the, the moratorium on rent uh, eviction coming up. There's going to be plenty of spaces. <laughs> there's going to be plenty of spaces and plenty of people moving around <laughs> from one apartment to the next. But it may be hard to find uh, cardboard boxes. <laughs> See, I think I, at first I thought you meant because people are moving, but then I realized <laughs> you meant because they're living in them. Excellent. I thought it was a nice, subtle joke, and I was hoping that you would uh, pick up on that. So, but I, I appreciate you explained it too. And then I had to ruin it by explaining it. <laughs> so, how was uh, how was your week? Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. So it was the end of our trimester. 
Okay. And as such, grades were due. Oh. Uh, but when, you know, they have you teaching remote and in person and then doing five days a week and also have to convert everything to digital, et cetera, et cetera, uh, you get behind on grading because you can only work so many hours in a day. Yeah. Uh, and so I only worked so many hours in a day. And then they're like, oh, well, your grades are due by Friday. And I was like, okay, cool. Uh, so I worked for about 10 days, about 12 to 13 hours every single day. Gore blimey. Yeah. Uh, but grading's over now. Uh, and that's nice. For now. Until for next now. trimester. And, and it's, uh, well, next trimester has already started. I already have things that I need to grade. Yeah. So I got well, about 160 items to grade currently, oh. uh, which, is, which is fun. So is it one of those things where like every every grading grading period marking period you're just like okay next time I'm not gonna let this fall behind so bad I'm not gonna get behind in my grading no because I know I don't really have a good chance of ever being ahead oh okay uh, I I'm systematically set up to always be behind uh, because I have twice as many students as everyone else because I teach two grades um, and it's just it. it I have to take everything, unlike other teachers that are getting resources, I have to create all my own resources, which I've done over the years, which is nice. Uh, but now I'm teaching digitally, and so I have to then convert it to a digital method that they can, you know, I can't print off a question sheet that I've, you know, done for them. I have to, like, make it so that they can put answers into it. And so that takes some time. Yeah. So I saw a while ago, I saw that someone had created an app um on their phone that like will scan mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. a page as if it is is a scantron um mm-hmm. for grading but like that's for multiple choice stuff and yeah. you can't always well i remember uh mr zaroka <laughs> he always had multi it was 100% multiple choice nothing mm-hmm. else and the last that question part... was always funny <laughs> that part isn't too bad because i can uh google forms I can make a multiple choice test on that pretty easily and yeah. auto grades it for me. And that's, that's good. Uh, it's more like things where I'm having them do a reading and I need them to like fill in chart kind of stuff and you know, that kind of thing. Um, and so I have to depending on the format. If it's in word already, that's helpful because I can take a word document, upload it into Google docs, into a Google doc document, uh, And then I can like make a copy for each student And so they can type their answers right in. Uh, And so that's good. Uh, But a lot of the things I do are project-based and partner-based, and it's not always possible to do them in the format that we have now. Yeah. Are you required to make people work in partners? uh, I'm not required. However, it's usually a better learning environment uh, when people have to work together in a group to solve a problem. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I have opinions. Oh, I have opinions on group work as well. And yeah. so I don't necessarily grade people on the group's success. I always have a, like, tell me what I, I have, like, a post group questionnaire. I say, tell me what you specifically did in this project. Hmm. Uh, tell me what you were specifically responsible for. Uh, and I say, what grade do you think you deserve? Hmm. Uh, and then I say, give me feedback about your partners. And so, oh, then I, yeah. so then I get a big, you know, selection of, well, I did this and I did this and I did this. And then people are like, I didn't really do much. And I'm like, cool, thanks. <laughs> thanks for the info. 
<laughs> a for you, A for you, D for you. <laughs> you should make them grade, like uh, put them in a group and be like, okay, now you're going to grade your partners. Oh, and no, gonna, yeah. That's that's part of the questionnaire. Yeah, and I'm going to take like, Grade yourself, average. grade your partners. Yeah. And I take a look at what other people say and it gives me a good insight. I mean, most of the time I know. Like, right. I know who's doing the work and who's not doing the work. Um, the fun thing about it was uh, it's been, you know, trimester. I, I have a number of students who literally did zero work the entire trimester. Wow. I don't even think I could tell you who they are because I've never seen them on a meet, uh, never talked to them, never heard from them. And are you sure they're actually enrolled? <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently they do stuff for other classes. Oh, just not okay. Mine. Just not yours. Uh, social okay. studies is optional, apparently. Uh, so that, so that was right. most most of my week, uh, but I finished that by Thursday, uh, and then yesterday my daughter and I, the older one, uh-huh. uh, spent about four hours in the attic. In the attic. Yes. Oh. Uh, so as you know, we we redid our bathroom, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, the the bathroom fan, you know, the vent yeah. fan that people turn on and sure. want to get the steam out, whatever, and the stink, uh, yeah. It's, it's very ugly. Right. Uh, it's it's plastic. It's white, and therefore it's yellowed. Oh, of course, yeah. And so it's like this ugly eyesore on the ceiling. And I was like, all right, we're replacing that. Ooh. So we got a nice, uh, you know, like brushed nickel, uh, it's, you know, fan and light combo kind of thing. It was a fan and light before, uh, but it looks nice and new and sleek. I was like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna put this in, and uh, it's been sitting in the the hallway. For, for weeks. Waiting to be like, installed. Just waiting, waiting for its chance. Uh, because, you know, I've been grading and doing other things. So I was like, all right, we just haven't had time to do this. So I was like, this is going to take a little bit. Even though the box said, easy install. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so yesterday, I decided, all right, we're putting this thing in because I'm sick of shit in the hallway. We're getting it out of here. Yeah. Uh, so we went up in uh, the attic because we had to find where it was uh, and you know we have blown in insulation it's like the newer thing yeah so it's like a winter wonderland up there <laughs> yeah uh, which is fun except now you have to dig to find out where it's at uh, oh. so we played a fun game of tappy tappy where i tapped on the ceiling uh, and my older daughter was like trying to find it uh, it's all the way at the edge of the house so like the the, the slope of the roof is oh. going down yeah uh, and of course, you know, there's there's only beams up there, so you can't just stand anywhere. Right. Uh, so we finally find this thing. Uh, turns out, it wasn't vented to anything. This is common. It was just open. Yeah. Now, now there was a vent there, like you know, the the vent that should take it to the outside of the house. Yeah. There, it was there. They they capped it off, <laughs> and didn't attach it. Uh, and then where it goes out to the the outside of the house wasn't attached there either oh so you had to go all the way into the the deep corner to the deep corner uh turns out since it was open to the outside lots of birds had found their way in a lot of nesting material Mm -hmm. hanging out over there Mm -hmm. a lot of dead birds really yeah yeah just little skeletons all over the place jesus with feathers you and birds man apparently they figured out how to get in but not out but I know some of them got out because I've seen them go in and out. Right. So I guess those were the stupid ones. Who can, maybe they <laughs> flew into a piece of wood because uh, they were all near pieces of wood. Maybe they flew into it because it was dark and it killed them. 
Maybe they killed themselves. Entirely possible. Yeah. Or maybe they went in there to die. That's like the bird graveyard. (laughs) Now you're going to have little bird ghosts flying around your attic for the rest (laughs) of your life. That's what I hear all the time. It's like, tweet, tweet, tweet. Yeah, tweet, tweet. So we finally, we get the old one out. Uh, we get the new one in. Took a while. Um, had to like re... It was like in those movies where like they walk through the snow, but they don't want anyone to see. So you had to like brush the, the snow back so they can't see the footprints. So oh. we had to do the same thing for the, the insulation. You know, brush it all back. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we got that in. It was really nice. Uh, so that was most of my week. Started doing Christmas shopping now that I'm you know, done grading right. actually think about things. Uh, not a lot of time left. So that's helpful in a year where you have to shiver everything. <laughs> yeah. And not go into the mall. That's for sure. Oh, Jesus. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. So we got one week left and then it's a uh, winter break uh, and they're testing this week. So I, I have a lot of free time on my hands this week. Yeah. In a, a surprise decision. So my daughter is, you know, hundred percent virtual has been all year. Mm-hmm. We'll finish the yeah. year virtual. Right. My but, daughter as well. Yep. Her school district announced that the, the hybrid model students uh-huh. have to go back into school this week, starting tomorrow. Yep. yep. I read about that. I'm like, what the fuck? Just to gather up a little COVID just for the holidays, just so in they time. Can spread it to your family. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. The gift that keeps on So we had a, a surprise staff meeting this week where they let us know that on January 11th, uh, which was the planned date for us to return, we are coming back. Oh, January 11th. January 11th is the day we're coming back in person five days a week. Uh, it's And they gave us this whole presentation about how it's safe and how it's no worse than the flu and how Dr. Fauci said we should and uh, all this definitely misleading, misquoted, uh, out-of-context BS nonsense. Yeah. Uh, in a presentation with links to to the sources, so they say. I haven't oh. looked through it too carefully. Sounds like a uh, real load. It, it is a definite load. And, you know, since uh, my students are testing this week, and I just have to, you know, kind of sit there. Uh, they're going to be getting a response with footnotes uh, to their nonsense because I'm completely over that bullshit. Yeah. Like, like don't don't come out and, like, flat out lie to us. Don't give us misleading information. Just say, we're going to open because we want to. We're going to open because we want the money. Yeah. And we don't give a shit about our employees uh, and, you know, kids or whatever and their families. We're just going to do it because that's what we decided to do because we're a conservative company and that's what we believe. Yeah. End of story. Don't don't give us this, you know, shiny turd of a presentation on how it's totally safe. When it's not. Right. Well, that sucks. When the county health department says we should not be in person at least until January 15th, which is the end of that week. Yeah. It's, it will take the governor saying that not only do high schools have to be remote, but all everywhere has to be remote. I I mean, I think, I think middle school should be thrown in there with that high school kind of thing. I, I can understand the concept of elementary students they can't really go out anywhere on their own so i can see why high schools would be more of a target since a lot of them can drive and you know have friends and parties and things whereas a third grader can't just like go to a party on their own right, right. i think the main so issue is seen some of that logic but yeah the main issue is child care i think yeah. is what most people are bitching about um, i which mean i'm lucky because i get to work from home <laughs> yeah well if if you want me to be a babysitter, maybe you should pay me like one. Ooh. 
because I'm a teacher. I'm not a babysitter. Right. And teachers get paid less than babysitters. We sure do. If you want to give me, you know, I'll even take minimum wage per child on babysitting. And guess what? I'd still be making like three times what I make right now. (laughs) So, hey, if you want to do that, sure, sure. Hey, for $150,000 a year, I will be in the classroom every day. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Just kidding yourself. Then I can buy some HEPA filter masks or something. Yeah. Buy myself one of those blue suits from Outbreak. (laughs) <laughs> I was going to say, you could just strap two HEPA filters right to your body. Yeah. You know, big ones, you know, uh, one for each orifice. Well, there's uh, around my neck. <laughs> if you have uh, any suggestions on how Jason can not get COVID at work, you can email us at the hour at gmail.com. Uh, if your company has an opening, let me know. I can, uh... <laughs> Plenty of experience. Yes, he'll work for minimum wage, he says. I heard it. You heard it. <laughs> uh, at, you know, a certain number of children. For, oh, right, right. Yeah. Has to be, it has to be economically viable. And for $150,000, he will do anything. <laughs> Not anything. <laughs> but if you have any ideas for anything, you can <laughs> like yeah. us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thehourpod. Or tweet us at thehourpod. Yes, that's correct. Sorry, I took yours. That's okay. You can let us know how you thought Discovery went. Oh, yeah. They're doing that mirror universe thing. Listen, I have never, <laughs> I know. <laughs> never enjoyed a mirror universe episode. Uh huh. We've talked about this, I assume. Yeah, I know. That's why I was like, that was my first thought when I saw this week's episode. I was like, uh oh. Yeah, Jeff's going to hate it. <laughs> no, I, I didn't mind it. I thought it was very good. Oh, yeah. I, I liked I, how everyone was ta- like speaking in a normal volume and not whispering and crying at each other. <laughs> <laughs> The episode ended and I literally out loud said, well, that was a filler episode. Definite filler episode. Nothing happened. It's okay. Unrelated to the story whatsoever. Completely fine. It's like uh, they're trying to resolve the issue, right? They're trying to uh, figure out what to do with this character that they're like, well, I guess we got this thing still. I think they're really trying to make us care about this, this character and I, Giorgio, and I can't, I just... I can't. <laughs> I can't care about her, you know? If, if they wanted me to care about her, they shouldn't have killed the original her. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Or somehow have the original her come back, you know, work some yeah. magic. But it... <laughs> Some sort of, she fell into the nexus. Right. It barfed her back out in the 24th century. But in reality, a little spoiler alert for the first season of Discovery, the Klingons ate her. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was, that actually happened. Delicious. Yeah. And disgusting. <laughs> I don't like the new Klingons. They're they're rather gross. They are gross. I think they should be gross. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, do we have some updates today? We do week? have an update. Lovely. Yes, uh, in episode 98, Inspector Mousseau, <laughs> uh, we talked about the Forest Finn treasure hunt that was reportedly found. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Well, apparently the guy who found it has come forward. Uh, to say that he's the one that actually found it. Because they before they said, uh, when we did the story, uh, they said someone found it, but he wouldn't say who it was. Oh, and we all thought it was bullshit. The guy, yeah, the guy was like, well, he doesn't want his name released, so I'm not going to say. And everyone's like, oh, it's fake. Everything's fake. Blah, fake. Uh, well, apparently his name is Jack Stewart. Oh. Uh, he's a 32-year-old med student from Michigan. Oh. Uh, and he revealed that he found Finn's treasure trust. Uh, a claim that Finn's family independently verified with Outside Magazine. So, there is an Outside Magazine. 
There is. You can find it inside. <laughs> it's when you really love the outside, but just can't be bothered to be outside in it. It's very popular right now in COVID time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he disclosed his identity because a recent lawsuit would have made his name public anyway. Uh, but he's not telling anything about the secrets where he found it, any of the clues that led him to it. He's staying quiet on that. Uh, part of the whole lawsuit was this lady saying that she solved it, but he like hacked her email. Oh, bullshit. Like, does he know her? Like, how would he know to hack her emails? My question. I don't know enough about this case. Maybe it makes sense in the case, but from what I know, I'm like, well, how would he know to hack her email? Right. Are they on like some sort of uh, social media? Is, is there a Reddit for this? And you, knew her anyway uh <laughs> since finding the treasure stuff says he has moved to quote a more secure building with guards and multiple levels of security to protect himself so uh, a college dorm <laughs> he says the treasure is in a vault in new mexico where it will remain until he sells it well all right then until he dies and then no one knows where the vault is and now it's another search uh, so yes update there uh also another update uh last week we still have one download for the moth radio hour episode so <laughs> <laughs> that explains a lot of our uh upsurge in uh <laughs> listeners that's very funny expecting something else and they were very disappointed <laughs> <laughs> yes we disappointed one person this week oh that's much less than sorry, normal. Sorry, sorry. we disappointed at least one person oh this week. that's much better um so, yes, that is uh, our updates. Uh, I've had no corrections or feed. I did get feedback that our uh, reading of restaurant reviews was very funny. So oh, okay, good. Good. I'm glad. People, people are finding it humorous. We thought it was hilarious. I enjoyed myself thoroughly. I'm glad someone else did, too. <laughs> so we've we've pleased at least one person. Oh, wonderful. Uh, so there you go. Um if we had if we had a dollar for every person we pleased, uh, we'd have one dollar. Yeah. Oh, wait. Well, no, we'd have we'd have three dollars because there's the two of us as well. Right. We we're pleasing each other. <laughs> Unless it's every time you please, in which case you probably uh, please yourself multiple times a day. So you might have lots of money. I think my dog wants out. I was wondering if that was him or you know your 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 love interest. Uh, <laughs> In the house and we're back the dogs have been pottied they'd emptied their bowels and their bladders and we're ready oh and they're now filling it back up with food so that's good perfect wonderful wonderful <laughs> let's do it <laughs> <laughs> it's fine it's fine speaking of fines oh a, a migrant worker from the philippines was quarantining in a hotel in kaosuing city in taiwan yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, did I do that right? Yeah, no. Uh, when he briefly stepped out of his room into the hallway, I just did a. Um, I'm sorry, I'm already already getting off track here. I just did the Midwestern thing, or it's not Midwestern thing. It's a young person thing. We're like, oh yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. You know, you no, yeah, you were good. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, well, the man was caught on CCTV by hotel staff who then contacted the Department of Health because he was supposed to be quarantining. Uh, and the Department of Health fined him 100,000 Taiwanese dollars, which is 3,500 American dollars. That is a large fine just for stepping out of his hotel room. 
they're very strict on it. And they told on his ass too, didn't they? They did. They narked on him bad. Oh boy. Under Taiwan's quarantine rules, people are not allowed to leave their rooms no matter for how long. And and in Taiwan apparently snitches don't get stitches. <laughs> and you know what else they don't get? COVID. That's right. <laughs> Uh, Taiwan has done well to contain the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, it has never had to enact strict lockdowns, uh, nor has it had to resort to drastic restrictions of civil freedoms uh, like in China. Mm. Like China was very strict. It was like, you know, same kind of thing when they had to do it. It was like they were locked down. You couldn't leave your house and go to the grocery store for like six weeks. Well, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure the government drones were like flying around spying and shit too. <laughs> uh, see, I just – so – you're in a hotel room for two weeks by yourself, I assume. So that sounds very brutal. But how do they get food? Do they just like slide it in a slot under the door? Or I mean, um, I, I guess you don't have to leave your room to open your door and grab a tray. Like if they oh, put that's it on true. the floor in front of your door. You just open it, take it in, like grab it with your hands, take it in. You don't. You're not leaving. Yeah. So he must have just been like okay let me just step out here for a second i just want to check on something apparently it was eight seconds eight oh eight seconds wow seconds in the hallway and he got a 3500 fine i was a a uh, lot of money for uh for eight seconds yeah that was a good movie by the way um was that luke perry was in that it was about bull riding or was that six seconds Mm, no i think six seconds was your home movie you had on Pornhub. that's right okay yeah yeah it got taken down though so Uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they needed something with a little more content to it. <laughs> uh, Taiwan's response focused on speed. The government invested quickly in mass testing and quick and effective contact tracing. That's the thing. You gotta like, you have to get it at the beginning. Right. You have to quickly start testing and tracing, and then you can keep it from going nuts. You have to nip it in the bud. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, well, the island of 23 million people has recorded just 716 coronavirus cases and only seven deaths, according to data from John Hopkins, John Hopkins University. Nice. Um, meanwhile, one in every 1,000 Washington, D.C. residents has died from coronavirus. Oh. So that's oh. cool. <laughs> I, we just like doing it a different way. We, yeah, we, uh, we don't do anything half-ass, you know. Yes, we use our whole ass. We use our whole ass here in America. Uh, and our whole asshole, because that's what we are. <laughs> I love going to um, Whole Foods. So uh, I was planning on cooking some dinner, and uh, I was planning on cooking ribs. Oh, that's what I should have talked about. How was my week? Like, like you, chicken ribs? Chicken ribs? Yeah. I think that's called a chicken breast. No, no, no. That's 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 a part of far distance from the ribs that's like you know like inches above the ribs get the meat between the chicken ribs i'm just i'm just gonna go ahead so (laughs) uh i was gonna cook these pork ribs um uh based on gordon ramsay's recipe it looks very good sticky ribs anyway um so i got my my DoorDash delivered Mm -hmm. and they delivered me everything but the fucking ribs there are no ribs in there so and and now I'm like, oh, I had to go out. Now I didn't have to go out, but then I went out to Whole Foods, mm-hmm. and Whole Foods is like a wonderful, like a, a how do I describe it? 
like everyone's wearing a mask and they're wearing it properly and they're being polite and they're being distant. It's like a, it's like a paradise compared to like Kroger. <laughs> it's like a utopia. I was you, gonna make a, a pun of some sort, but all I got is it's like a utopia. So. It's like a it's a yeah. It's like um. It's a utopia cornucopia. Of, uh, <laughs> grocery shopping. It's like food Whole items. Foods is the prime universe. <laughs> and then Quoger is the uh, the mirror universe, uh, and then Meyer is the mirror universe on Deep Space Nine, controlled by the uh, Klingon Cardassian Alliance. No, uh, the Terran Cardassian Alliance. Whatever it was, right? Where Kina, where Kira wore, wore a crown and like walked weird, like she was in a Fosse show. She did walk weird, didn't she? She was all she got all saucy. She she tried to walk like Saru walks. <laughs> man saru in that walk dude i should start walking like that my arms floating behind me that's that's definitely a fossy walk <laughs> uh what was i where was i going with that oh just the masks being on and stuff oh and they're um i got my rims they were very good um also they have signs all over the place uh at in the whole foods that says how to correctly wear a mask and then the picture yes over the nose and then under the nose it's no and crossed out so i'm like thank you fuck <laughs> so you know that like with the people that are wearing their masks and it's below their nose their mouth is closed and they're only breathing through their nose oh absolutely <sighs> anyway you know how many times i've had to tell students put it over your nose why I was like, because this is a fucking respiratory virus. Right. It's coming out of you. You need to catch it. Right. God. Anyway. Oh, speaking of catching things. Oh, uh, yes. Scientists are using the Johan Cruyff Arena in Amsterdam, home of the Ajax Amsterdam soccer team, to model how a cheering football crowd might spread aerosols. I... um should apologize when i saw football i thought american football and i assumed they were going to be catching the ball but that's against the rules in soccer yes unless you're the goalie true yes so uh, the scientists oh uh so the scientists are spraying fine droplets made to resemble saliva over the empty stands yes uh they call it having a full american crowd <laughs> Uh, their hope is that by finding out more about the behavior of aerosols, they'll be able to remove them from the air and get fans back into the stadium and in concert halls. So that's good. So this is, um, I, I can't help but think that maybe like this, either this is the bottom, right? And we're going to have like another renaissance period where we like, oh, now we've managed to get rid of like all other respiratory illnesses because we know how to get rid of this one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or we haven't hit bottom yet and it's just going to get worse before it gets better. Well, judging how some people are reacting to this, it's going to get worse. Oh, good. Okay, fine. I mean, when, when we're fighting over whether or not you should wear a mask. That's true. Yeah. Like they figured that out in 1918 during the Spanish flu pandemic. Right. But There's a lot of like mask shaming literature. Yeah. But stuff like this, that these people are obviously getting some sort of funding for this uh, sort of scientific research that's true. that didn't happen before um so hopefully you know if we make buildings that can help mm-hmm. better get rid of you know aerosolized droplets so to speak you, you know you know maybe after this is over at school i'll still wear a mask oh because you know what you i didn't will. get this year the the beginning of year plague oh yeah i always get that <laughs> 
So right. This year, none of that. Well, part of it is like, you know, they want us to greet students. Uh, or, like officially, the company wants us to shake hands with every student as they enter the room. Right. Uh, and we definitely didn't do anything like that this year. So That's that good. And mask can uh, help. And we sprayed down the desk more. So. Well, yeah, anyway. that's good. There is almost no information in scientific literature about the behavior of aerosols in this kind of environment, lead researcher Bert Blocken said. <laughs> yeah, he's he's blocking the aerosols. That's what he's doing. He is. There's no or there is growing consensus among scientists that transmission via aerosols plays a part in the spread of the novel coronavirus, although it is unclear to what extent. How is it still unclear? I mean, the the virus is like a year old, so but we know that it's spread via aerosols, right? Didn't don't we know that? Well, no. So air is different than aerosols. Oh, right, right, so right. Aerosols are like a very, very small, fine particle. Mm-hmm. And for a while, they thought that that wasn't how it was getting. Like they thought it was in larger droplets. Okay. And now they're like, oh, actually, it looks like it can be aerosolized. That's why they were saying six feet originally, because they're like, you know, most large droplets can't travel more than six feet oh. when you. When you spray it, don't say it. Um, but aerosols can travel much further. Yeah. And so now, like, oh, well, this does seem like it's part of of how it's spread. Right. I thought it got rid of all those aerosols uh, back in the 90s. Well, yes. The coronavirus is also destroying the ozone layer. Oh, okay. So. Good. Good. <laughs> but that's not good for them because then the UV. That's why we should get rid of the, the, uh, the ozone layer. So all the UV rays can kill the coronavirus. And kill all the viruses. That oh, that's us. Oh shit. Oh yeah, the humans. Oh, no. Kind of like viruses, <laughs> aren't we? Yeah. Researchers also hope to get permission soon to experiment with a real crowd of 730 football fans seated close together. Um, don't think that sounds like a good idea. Uh, are they going to do the tests in like you know Texas? <laughs> right, where they're already would, would just doing hard. these. Would be hard. Uh, the research could provide insight into how to minimize the concentration of aerosols and limit their epidemic risks. Wonderful. The final goal, of course, being to uh, get capacity crowds into the stadiums, Blocken said, possibly through the use of large-scale COVID testing, face masks, and ventilation. Still wearing the masks. Yep, 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 yep. And they did a whole thing, like they were talking about how you know, the specific soccer stadium uh, football stadium, arena, whatever it is, uh, is is having trouble paying its bills because, you know, they can't be open. Oh, well, that's, yeah. Which, like, just put everyone on pause. Rent break. Right. Especially in Amsterdam, bro. Just do yeah. it. Yeah, just be like, all right, well, we're just going to pause everything since the world sucks. And we'll pick it up later. Right. If everyone's debt was paused, uh, it'd be okay. The, the only thing that the only thing that we need to not pause right is just grocery stores food yeah and you know things just keep humans alive for a month or two but everyone should just stay home and well we know yeah it's like it's like uh you know when the the power goes out on the enterprise they keep the you know important system still going but no one's going to the holodeck no they always shut down the holodeck first much to barclay's chagrin yes yes (laughs) Then he has to do it in 10 forward. <laughs> and then nobody likes Guided that. Guided does not like that. <laughs> Talk about aerosolized particles. And now for Ooh. our segment where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. 
I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the hour advice. So we talked about some psychology earlier in the show. Might as well help out our friends that need help with psychology questions. Are you going to be a pea psychologist? <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Jeff, could you stay with a coward? Um, so it says my partner's a bit of a coward. He doesn't like conflict and doesn't stand up for himself. Uh, that's me. Uh, so I wouldn't want to stay with someone who would call somebody like that a coward. There's a, there's a difference between being a coward, um, and, uh, just being a pacifist. Like that's true. How, so is this pacifism or is this passiveness? Ooh, that's, that's passive. That's an interesting question. But Um, also like, just because you think someone should quote, stand up for yourself doesn't mean that the, that's necessarily true or correct right i would need context like is this is this person um i i just assumed it was a woman but it could be a man is this person um like fighting with their partner and the partner's not standing up for himself and that's what's causing it then you're you're the worst then i would leave or is it a situation where you know maybe it's with a family member that they have a lifetime worth of experience with and they know yeah this is not worth a fight right uh, i'm not gonna win they're not gonna win so i'm just gonna be like cool whatever uh, and that's not necessarily a standing up for yourself that's just being like i'm not going to put the mental energy into that kind of conflict that will result in nothing right because right. i do that kind of thing quite often yeah I'm like yeah i'm just not even gonna not even gonna address that thing because you suck and it's just gonna be it's just gonna make me feel worse in the end yeah you choose your it's best. not going to make it's not going to improve any situation and so why should i like harm myself to do nothing right right and that leads us into the next question jason can anybody be bullied uh i mean there's always someone bigger <laughs> that's true so i wish so not uh hindsight i wish that i had stood up for myself when i was a kid when i was being bullied um mm-hmm. because the emotional damage that it caused um the continued bullying would is, is worse i believe than the physical damage that would have caused by me getting into a fight so this is true i, I feel like yeah. any of the bullying that i experienced never would have escalated to a fight even if i had like reacted to it because that just wasn't the the school i went to okay like people were nasty but they weren't like they weren't going to fight anyone. Like, I can't remember a single fight anywhere in the school through middle school or high school. Interesting. Until I went to, you know, Lincoln. Lincoln, when people I, fought. When I moved to Michigan. People fought but, all the time at Lincoln. Yeah. I literally cannot think of a single actual fight. But people were mean. Hmm. Uh, and definitely bullying happened. Yeah. Uh, but never once was I concerned with my safety. Uh, but I will say I remember once uh, responding to one of the bullies. Uh, and it didn't go well. Right. Uh, I was not quite as quick-witted as uh, I am now. And uh, it was then just used to further bully me. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, so. Did you, so did you hit him with a, that's not what your mom said last night or something like that? <laughs> uh, no, that would have been far more witty and <laughs> slicing. <laughs> I, 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 It's so embarrassing that I don't actually even want to say it on no, the podcast. Okay, that's just. But my insult was so, so terrible. See, my thing is, so if you're being bullied, if you're being made fun of, okay, I'll give you an example. Uh, on a bus, on the school bus, 
it was very crowded. I was the last stop of, of, you know, the last stop before going to the school. Um, and, uh, there would always be three kids to a seat except for maybe one who, um, would have two seat, two kids to that seat. So that's the only place to sit. Right. Um, and I would ask if I could sit down and they would say, no, bus driver's yelling at me to sit down. I can't sit down anywhere because he's not letting me sit. I should have punched that fucker in the face. Like I really should have. Cause that's, it just, it like, I still think about it to this day and I still like, uh, my palms are sweating right now. Just talking about it. Um, and like I said, it, it, I should have just fought the kid and then maybe, maybe I would have been able to sit wherever the fuck I wanted after that. Or maybe I'd get my ass beat and I don't know, but I just, I feel like I, I should, I, I felt, um, impotent in that moment. Mm-hmm. So I remember in elementary school, uh, they did apparently some, you know, thing about bullying and I got lumped in with a friend of mine because they said, you know, it was some sort of writing prompt about who bullies in school. It was a small school. I was at, And so I got lumped in with this friend who was identified as like a bully. Hmm. Uh, And I would say probably, I would say that he, he was a bully. Um, and so I got called over, too, because, you know, we always hung out together. Right. Like, well, you know, I don't want to see this kind of thing again in the future. I'm like, who the fuck would be saying? Like, I only talk to the people I know. I don't go out and talk to other students in, like, third grade or second grade. Or I suppose it could have been my sister because we were in the same elementary school. Right. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. but I don't know. But, yes, my friend was kind of a bully. So, huh. so you got lumped in with him, huh? I did. Yeah. I did. I feel like he kind of bullied me too. So. Interesting. Well, not much of a friend there, was he? No, well, as I look back, definitely not. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, would you ever speak to your family again if they were physically, psychologically abusive to you and left you traumatized? <laughs> the answer is no, because um, I did that and had that. So, no, I don't talk to my stepdad anymore. Rightly so. <laughs> Jason, have you ever gotten close to smashing your computer to pieces because it wouldn't respond how you wanted it to? Yes. Jeff, how do I become neater and more organized? Oh, bro, I am not the bitch to be asked about that. <laughs> uh, you just gotta, I don't know, you just have to organize stuff. You have to do it now. And um, I think for me, writing lists is is very um, important. If I've got like a ton of stuff to do, um, I just break it off into smaller chunks. And, you should uh, have a... Uh, you should talk to my wife. Uh, yeah. She's done some great organizing uh, during this whole COVID thing. Oh, yeah. Our, our pantry has stayed. I, I think she reorganized the pantry in September. Yeah, yeah. It's still, like, pristine. Really? Same thing with the fridge. Um, she's got, like, all these little box kind of things. So there's, like, stuff, and it keeps it all. Or, oh, it's fantastic. It's beautiful. That's good. And that leads us into, Jason, <laughs> why do I have to live if I'm going to die one day? I mean, that one day could be today, so help yourself. Jeff, I'm 23 and very indecisive. Why is this? Um, well, it could be that you're um, just have, you're nervous about making a decision, but it, it could be that uh, you just, you don't want to miss, there's like a fear of missing out. Um, I can't decide. Uh, Jason, I'm, <laughs> I'm an involuntary virgin. Why shouldn't I hate and resent people? Uh, I believe the fact that you hate and resent people is probably why you're a virgin. I wouldn't say it's involuntary. An involuntary virgin is the same as as an incel, by the way. Yeah. For our yes. Users, mm-hmm. our customers, in, in, uh, that's what involuntary celibacy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Every person I've seen talk about like that kind of thing is like, well, no, you're an asshole. Right. No one will fuck me. That's why. Right. Like, like you're fucking yourself. (laughs) Right. At least we'll fuck you. Yeah. Jeff, is it normal to feel stressed out when you make eye contact with people who seem to dislike you and who you dislike back? <laughs> yeah, I would say that's normal. That's making eye ta- making eye contact with someone that you don't like and doesn't like you. It's it's that's a that's an aggressive stance. So of course you should feel stressed out. Your fight or flight's, you know, building up. Why why are you gazing into these people's eyes? <laughs> right. Why? Just avert your eyes like I've always done. And see, I turned out fine. Jason, people why, why wait, what strike that. Why do people like to provoke you? Uh I don't know. They probably think it's funny. Jeff, have you ever wished you could turn back time? Uh yeah. I wish I could find out like what would happen if I had made a different choice in the past, but I don't want to change where I am now. You know what I'm saying? I just want to so, know like what could have been, you know. That would be so nice. So if you could turn back time, uh, do you think you could find a way? Mm-hmm. If I, I would have gone there had I known any more of those lyrics, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, um, I have many problems. Should I look for a male or female psychologist? Uh, I would look for a psychologist that you think you work well with and maybe not worry about the gender I think this might be that involuntary virgin we talked about before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. He's talking about no women like me. I have sexual problems. <laughs> I mean. It's, uh. Wow. Jeff. <laughs> yeah. What happens when you have no tears left to cry? <laughs> That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Uh, um, just drink some water. They'll replenish. Yeah. <laughs> Solutions always water. Hmm. Pharmaceutical distributor Avcare announced a voluntary recalling of 100 milligrams sildenafil tablets and 100 milligrams of trazodone tablets due to a quote product product mix-up. Uh, Avcare says the tablets were inadvertent, inadvertently packaged together. When they were bottled by a third-party vendor. Okay. So um, I, my first question is what I'm going to read next. So Xenophil is the active ingredient in Viagra, and Trazodone is used to treat major depressive disorder. Uh, <laughs> you could not have gotten a worse mix. Well, well, maybe you were depressed because you couldn't get your dick up. And, <laughs> and you're just like, I feel good. Oh, no, my dick's up. Oh, yeah. I feel good anyway. Hey. And if, by the way, if your depression lasts for more than four hours... Seek medical attention. Yeah. I mean, of course, I can find uh, there are other ways. You know, if you take medication, you would die. Uh, that would be a worse mix-up than this. But there's not one funnier. <laughs> well, sildenafil uh, can cause lowering of blood pressure, which can be to dangerous levels for those taking prescriptions containing nitrates. Uh, so it could cause problems. Okay. You- think you're getting your depression medication and you're also taking something for nitrates or containing nitrates rather uh it can cause very bad low blood pressure that's the second time you've said blood pressure it's something about the combination of the words yeah do you Uh, so that is an old person thing and that i haven't so i i I say that i'm getting old all the time right 
<laughs> That's I don't know what my blood pressure is. I don't have it memorized. <laughs> Why would you? Because old people do. Old people, I remember my great aunts and great uncles and grandparents and stuff sitting around talking about their blood pressure numbers uh, and how it's higher than it used to be, it's lower than it used to be. My, um, so, I'm going to take it back. I do kind of know my blood pressure. Okay. My uncle Raymond had a, <laughs> a blood pressure cuff and he knew how to take blood pressure, pressure and he would go around the room and measure everybody's blood pressure. <laughs> Raymond. Raymond. <laughs> ah, now it's 150 over 40 and that's that's another thing i don't even know what a good and bad blood pressure is yet it's probably because uh, i have a vague idea so they they tell you my blood pressure every time i go to the dentist really yeah they've got a little like electronic one because now they don't have like the cuffs where you have to like and like do that like it's just you push a button and goes oh yeah like the ones they used to have at meyer remember you go to meyer and stick your arm in the thing yep the thing and they'll tell you your blood pressure uh, so they got one of those that, that just goes like on your arm and you just sit there and they check it every time uh and i know i'm slightly above the normal range yeah like not a ton like you know a couple of numbers like i don't know i think it's like 120 to 130 or something and i'm like 132 or you know something that's like really close yeah. um and my grandma has one of those too and you know if i go over she would be like oh let me do this See, she knows what her blood pressure is. She uh, <laughs> she's, she's got like a so she's does uh, she's diabetic. Yeah, and so she has to take her blood sugar, uh, you know, a few times a day. And so she's got like a friggin' diary that goes back like eight years of every single blood sugar reading she's ever taken on herself. Wow, it's like a friggin' tome. It's like one hundred and fifty thousand pages long. <laughs> Like on July third, two thousand and eight, my blood pressure was or my uh, blood sugar was fifty four wing wings. <laughs> so um, one time I got my blood pressure taken at the doctor, and uh, they said, "Whoa!" Like I don't know what the numbers were, but they're like, "Whoa, one eighty over fifty or whatever." And I was, <laughs> I, I don't know what it was for real. And then I was like, "Oh, is that bad?" And she goes, "It ain't good," and she left. <laughs> You would think that they'd be like, maybe we should talk. Right. Yeah. No, the yeah, doctor talked to me about it. Blood pressure sucks. So, you know, good luck. Yeah. Good luck with all that. No, the doctor came in and told me I needed to do stuff or whatever. He's like, you're going to die. You're going to die if you don't stop eating all those calories. Yeah. No shit, Doc. Uh, trazodone can result oh. in sedation, dizziness, constipation, and blurred vision. Oh. So far, Avcare said that it has not received any reports of adverse events related to this recall. But if you've got sildenafil or trazodone, you might want to take them back. Yeah. Because if, if you eat both, you might just have like a boner and you can't shit. But you'll have a happy boner. You'll be a little dizzy. You won't be depressed. Blurred vision. You'll be like, look how big my boner is. <laughs> it's just all blurred. There are two of them. What am I, Klingon? <laughs> no, I'm just let's seeing go, a double. Let's go eat some human. <laughs> Yum. I hope they have my favorite flavor. Okay. All right. Moving on. <laughs> a customer upset uh, that the donut flavor he wanted wasn't available at Duncan at a Duncan location in Georgia stabbed a 17-year-old employee. Jesus. Oh, it's the donut flavor. I thought They're, it was the coffee flavor that they were out of. You know, I could have read it wrong. Maybe it was the coffee flavor. Either way, he did not get the flavor he wanted. Wow. So he stabbed a 17-year-old. 
Uh, I've known many 17-year-olds. A lot of them could do with a stabbing. <laughs> yeah, the 17-year-old probably wasn't helping matters, but it makes it more sad that the person was 17 that got stabbed and not like, yeah, you know, some 25-year-old. Just... <laughs> They're just doing their job and they hate it. Their mom made them work there or whatever. <laughs> I don't even want to go to work for <laughs> You have to. The incident happened in... responsibility. <laughs> The incident happened inside a Duncan and Union City, about 20 miles southwest of Atlanta. Uh, the teen employee told police a man in the drive-thru grew angry due to him not being able to get what he wanted and left, but returned after and began arguing with the worker. Wow. So, I want to know what donut flavor from Dunkin' Donuts is so important that you'll stab somebody over it. <laughs> Right. Because you go to a Dunkin' Donuts, you just eat what they've got. You and you don't like it. It's just nobody goes like when's the last time you said, I would like a donut, I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> so the last time I can remember going to Dunkin' Donuts probably was when I was in Rhode Island. Oh, yeah. Uh, visiting our friends out there. Uh, and we'd like to go we it was kind of like our thing on our way home, we'd stop at Dunkin' Donuts because there aren't a lot of them here. Uh, but we get a box box full of munchkins. Little donut holes. Okay, all right. Uh, and, I, and I do enjoy those. You know, we get a variety pack of, like, you know, glazed and cinnamon and powdered and, you know, whatever. And they just put a whole bunch in the box and, you know, we have a little snack on the way home. Okay. Uh, so that I get. The munchkins like I can get. Size, a full-size donut. I don't even know the last time I had a full-size donut from Dunkin' Donuts. I, I know when it was. It was back when we were in the office and they would just set food out for people to aeros- aerosolize yeah. all over, right? <laughs> you, are, you are correct. That is... I, now that I think of it, someone did bring in donuts for like we do every other Friday. One of the grade levels brings in breakfast for the whole uh, teaching staff. Ah, uh-huh. uh, and someone brought in a box of Dunkin Donuts as part of that. And yeah. So I had a, bo- a donut from Dunkin Donuts because that's all there was. Sure. And they're not they're not bad. I just don't think of like I want a donut from Dunkin. And their coffee, people love their coffee. I don't like their coffee either. I don't drink coffee. So right. I can't. Can't. I, I will say though, I do like Dunkin' Donuts donuts better than Tim Hortons. I'd say it's a toss-up to me for, between the two, and I wonder like, if it's because we're in Michigan that if someone's like, "Oh, I want a donut, I'm going to go to Tim's," you know? Maybe. Go like to when I go to Tim Hortons, I always get a bagel. Oh, Tim Hortons bagels are awful. Really? Why would you subject yourself to that? I mean, they're a bagel, and it's better than their donuts. I mean, I'll give you that, but it's. So the Tim Hortons and the Dunkin' Donuts, those bagels are like just barely better than grocery store bagels. This is true. This is true. I'm not. I'm not defending the goodness of a a Tim Hortons bagel. Yeah. Uh, I'm defending the badness of a Tim Hortons donut. Oh, okay. Oh, that's why you because you feel yeah. like you have to get the bagel because the donuts are so bad. Exactly. Yeah. We. You know, my daughter loves the the Tim bits, uh, and so you know, if we stop there, I want to get something. Right. I'm not getting a damn donut. Like occasionally we'll get like the plain, the home style cake donut. Yeah. But it's just like those tastes. I I'd probably rather get a box of like the Intamins, you know, the white and the blue in the grocery store. Oh yeah, those are good. A box of those plain donuts that what they call them softies. <laughs> maybe maybe they could uh, maybe they should go back to Avcare, get some pills. <laughs> they won't be softies anymore. Yeah, they'll be or rock. At least, or, they, or they'll be happy. Rock they'll hard be happy. donuts. 
<laughs> I don't think I want that either. <laughs> I will say that the the Timbits and the the um, Munchkins, whatever they are, those are okay. I just I yeah. just don't like yeah. a full donut for them. If I'm gonna get a full donut, I'm gonna go to Dom's or yeah. um, Demo. It's is only the place. It's only a few minutes away. Like right. just go there. It's literally like there's a there's a on Washington there's a Duncan and then there's the Tim, the Tims and then there's the um um Dom's. Yeah, like, but Dom's only takes cash. So that's true. That's true. What are we like gonna we, do? We, when we get cash, we keep it uh, for donut money. Just for donut money. <laughs> we, if we have cash, if someone like owes us money or something, they give us cash. We like hang on to it because like well, we're gonna want donuts at some point. That's so, so funny. This is donut money. So back to Duncan. They uh, both engaged in a physical dispute between each other, and once that happened, then he, the suspect, of course, pulled out a knife. Union City Police Officer Jerome Turner said. The officers, officers who responded, who I assume were just in, you know, one of the booths, uh, <laughs> <laughs> found the worker on the floor with a stab wound in her left arm, uh, and the teenager declined being taken to the hospital, but is expected to be fine. Oh, it must not have been a big stab then. Well, I'm sure Duncan doesn't provide insurance, so. <laughs> oh, that's oh, ouch. Like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> I put some Elmer's glue in it. It'll be okay. <laughs> No, I've got some frosting from one of the donuts. I'll just put that in there to hold it together. <laughs> I put a, a bagel with cream cheese and just like holds it together like those butterfly uh, <laughs> band-aids. Here's my thing about bagels. Okay. If you get so my favorite bagel is an everything bagel. Okay. And it's gotta be good, right? But it also has to have an, enough of the seeds on the outside. Yeah, it, it I've had everything bagels where like the mix is not good. Right. And it's like, ugh, this is not good. This is not an everything bagel. It's a plain bagel, maybe with some poppy seeds on it. I don't like that. Like, I went somewhere and I got an everything bagel. It was way too salty. Oh, that can't like, happen to me. I was like, no, this is not good. Ugh. You ever had a salt bagel? I have not, but I assume that that was what <laughs> they were going for with this place. When I, I feel like it might oh. have been Whole Foods. Right. Oh, okay. They're like they're like big. Like it, it looked like rock salt, maybe. Like they got yeah. some off the. Uh, the pavement out front during the winter. Yeah, that's my my favorite kind of everything bagel with the big rock salt on it. Yeah, Ugh, too that much could salt. be that could be why the the lady was like, "Oh, it's not good." <laughs> <laughs> I like a sesame seed bagel. A sesame seed. Oh, have you ever had a peanut butter and jelly on a sesame seed bagel? I have not. Oh, mm, uh, you're not. It might be good. It might be good. It's very good. So part of the incident. Um, was uh, captured on surveillance video and also on video from a witness because everyone has camera these days. Cameras these days. Um, although the suspect got away, he left one of his tennis shoes at the scene. He did not. He pulled a Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the flavor he was looking for, a prince. <laughs> and then all the donuts turned into pumpkins. Pumpkin spice. Well, pumpkin spice. <laughs> Uh, officials released the surveillance images in hopes of identifying the suspect. Uh, we don't just uh, we just don't want him showing up at another Dunkin' Donuts or any other business or anywhere in public and having the temper where he can make this kind of an assault. Turner said. Like, can we? This kid, this seventeen-year-old kid, goes back to work and like the first thing he asks. Uh, hey, we have the the sprinkles, right? The donuts with the sprinkles, the chocolate. Okay, <laughs> Every time so they don't have what he wants, he's like, uh, "Amanda, can you take this?" <laughs> right? Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I've got bowel problems. <laughs> my I've arm got, is. I'm constipated and I have a boner. I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and my arm still isn't healed. <laughs> 
<sighs> you know, we should get him some like uh, some booze to dull the pain. I know he's only seventeen. You're but... buying booze for seventeen year olds now? Wow. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, you're saying I'm sure he should. could get some. Yeah, if he went to Japan, he could get some. Yeah, we give him some soup. Because Weak. consumers in Japan looking to keep warm this winter have a new option: booze soup. That's right. Japanese food and beverage company Mitsubishi Shokuhin, mm-hmm. uh, in partnership with Toyo Beverage and soy sauce slash soup stock maker Yamasa, has released traditional Japanese soup sauce mixed with sake. Okay. Sake. So I don't like sake. <laughs> Uh, I've had it once and I don't remember where. Yep. It was me. I fed it to you. Not you... fed it. So I like cold sake. I don't like hot sake, I should say. Mm. Cause I see, I remember it being like, you know, I didn't dislike it. I didn't like, you know, I wasn't like, I must get this all the time, but I was like, eh, it's all right. It wasn't bad. So we got the sake flight, I think, whatever it was. And there were like three different kinds yeah. on there. Where the fuck were we? Uh, that was at, um, um, not Yatsuba, um, Ichiban. No, not Ichiban. Yatsuba. Yes, it was. Yes. You're yeah. right. I remember now. It's one of the last times wow. I went out to eat. <laughs> right? It was my birthday, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, all right. Uh, seems like so, so much longer ago. Jeez, it does. Uh, well, it's meant to be drunk hot, and the cup comes in a microwave-safe uh, – it's a microwave-safe cup. Uh, but don't worry, the heat won't burn off the alcohol. Uh, the sake contain, uh, soup contains a 4% alcohol by content or uh, like a, a White Claw. Oh, like a White Claw or a Bud Light maybe. I was I was drinking some White Claws last night. Were you really? Uh, yeah. So my older daughter was like, oh, yeah, White Claws, pineapple, and there's also mango. Mm, and I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That smells – I mean that's like a pineapple farted in a bowl of water. And that's what it tastes like, right? <laughs> it's like she, – she said it was like LaCroix. And I was like, LaCroix is shit. Uh, and she's yeah. like, now try it. And so I was like, all right, fine. I'll try it. And so I drank it. Uh, and I liked that it didn't have sugar. Right. Uh, because a lot of times if I drink something, it's got like mixed with soda or something like that. Uh, and just too much sugar. Just I feel like Ugh. I agree. Ugh. It's too sweet a lot of times. But yeah. the, white, the and, white claws are good. Yeah. So I, I drink a pineapple one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she's like, try the mango one. So I try, <laughs> I drank a mango one. Uh, and then I drank the rest of her mango runs, which sounds like a lot, but it was only two. Right. So I had like th- I had three white claws last night. Wow. Uh, and we watched uh, prom. The Prom on Netflix. Wow. You're such a basic bitch, Jason. <laughs> it was a surprisingly interesting musical. Okay. <laughs> I liked it much better than I expected I would. Uh, I'm not a big fan of many modern musicals yeah. necessarily. A lot of the more modern-like musicals, I'm just like, meh. Um, and then like they had all these people. So they had like Meryl Streep and Nicole Kidman and uh, James Corden and... Um, um this sounds like this sounds like the cast musical it so and so i kind of thought or like uh mama mia Mm, okay so i I thought it was going to go like a mama mia kind of way where it was just like pierce brosnan bad Uh, but it actually was okay and it was uh amusing and i i enjoyed it much more than i thought and that was not the claw talking oh that's good yes when the claw talks he says next time gadget The ratio of the soup contains one part sake to three parts soup. Uh, the soup is based on stock made with kelp, bonito flakes, mackerel, and soy sauce. That's, that sounds awful. That sounds really <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> well, 
Despite the marine intensive ingredient list, it isn't particularly fishy. Uh, it's commonly used for udon or sobe noodle broths. Uh, so if you've ever had those at a restaurant, they probably use that kind of uh, base soup. Uh, and the manufacturer says it has a smooth yet complex flavor uh, that balances sweet, salty, and tart notes. I'm sure it does. The soup is on sale now, priced at 198 yen or $1.90. I'll take it. <laughs> I, I think we should try and get a hold of some of these uh, and do another taste test on the pod like we did with the Kit Kats. Yeah. Oh, and make our own make our own boozy soup? No, no. We should like get this exact product. Uh, isn't it only in Japan? Uh, well, we we got the Kit Kats from Japan, right? That's true. Yeah. Oh, I don't we think they could ship. Find out. We got to find out. There's got to be like a, the Asian market or something sells it. Right? I, th- I think we could probably gonna... look up our own recipe. I'm just saying we should, we should do a thing. I, I agree. I Take agree. I just don't know where to get Bonito Flakes. <laughs> probably the Asian market. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of stuff there. That's a big market. It is. I went in the first time right before COVID. Yeah. Or maybe right at the beginning of COVID, back before like we had any, like there was maybe three cases or something because people were wearing masks and yeah. we weren't doing that yet. Because you were looking for like plain ramen noodles, right? Yes. Without yes. the without Actually, the flavoring in it? And we found that uh, Costco sells them. Oh, really? Okay. Because I was going to say that I got some of those from there. Oh, yeah, so they we, have a whole noodle aisle, bro. It's amazing. Oh my gosh. There's, there's so many, but I've never bought any because I'm the only one that eats ramen. Oh, and yeah. I was worried, like, if I get a six pack, what if I don't like it? Throw it in the and then garbage. I got like five others. Uh, but since my older daughter is home, uh, she does like ramen and oh. has learned to enjoy spicy things. Ooh! Uh, so uh, I have an open window here of trying some uh, some new ramen. It's great because it's got like this little chicken kind of cartoon character with like flames shooting out its beak. And I'm like, <laughs> nah, I want that. That is what I want. That's what I want. I want flames to shoot out of my own beak. I will grow a beak so flames can come out of it. <laughs> I made uh, Japanese curry this week. Mm-hmm. It was uh, just potatoes and and carrots and like mm-hmm. you know curry curry uh, paste. I've never had anything curry. Really, it was very good. It was very spicy though. Very spicy. I liked spicy. it. Uh, but it has it has like a brown like the the sauce makes into a, like a brown gravy because you make like a roux. Okay. With it, and it makes like a grump. Oh man, it was good with the rice and everything. Mm. So Becky mm. uses the ramen noodles to make like a spicy noodle stir fry thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Kind of, kind of like a spicy lo mein almost. Oh yeah. And then we like shrimp on it. Oh, it's very good. Very good. Once very we get this nice. uh, COVID thing under control, we're gonna have a lot of uh, dinner meal things. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna be like backed up with our our dinners, just having it every a lot week. Of cooking. A lot of cooking. Yeah. So what did we learn on, on today's podcast, Jason? Uh, we learned we need to find the alcoholic soup. The boozy soup. I don't know if they'll ship alcohol, though. We might have to add the sake to our like chicken said, noodle. Like I said, I'm sure somebody is importing it. Right. We will find it. You know, if I was still going into the office, maybe somebody there would have it. Maybe we can find someone back. who's coming to the United States. Mm-hmm. And they can just bring it in their carry-on. Why would they do that? Come to the United States, I mean. Maybe they're a listener. <laughs> They just oh, want to help us. Yeah, maybe. Uh, we also learned that there's a, if you don't get your, your flavor of donut, you might as well start stabbing. I mean, like I said, 17-year-olds dispen- uh, dispensable? Dispensing? Sure. Dis- disposable. Disposable, yeah. Damn it. 
<sighs> That's fine. I'm not cutting it out. <laughs> we learned that uh, check your medication. If uh, if your depression pills suddenly make you horny, uh, you might have a mix-up. Or if your Viagra pills suddenly make you happy. <laughs> well, I think they usually make you happy, but for, in a different way. Yeah, only for like three pumps. <laughs> did you see? Did I show you that that picture? Oh God! The um, it was. A, I'm afraid where this is going. It was the that picture of the like it was like someone had taken like a pregnancy announcement picture, you know. And then it said, it was in the kitchen and stuff, and it said, recipe, one cup mommy, three pumps daddy, bake for nine months. I mean, the divorce is coming. The divorce is coming. (laughs) Right, right. Because apparently daddy is in three pumps. Right. And if they're uh, measuring her in liquid cups, she must be a squirter. Uh, Well, speaking of spraying, uh, scientists sprayed spit uh, in a soccer stadium. Uh, to try and figure out COVID. Yes, and Taiwan fined guy uh, a lot of money for eight seconds of outsideness. Oh, honey, maybe he only took three pumps too. <laughs> okay, this hour has been an hour and twelve minutes. All right, so I'm doing like Christmas shopping now. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. You know, time is running out. Things have to be shipped. You know what I fucking hate? (laughs) What's that? So you go to these sites, you click on them, and they're like, oh, get a discount if you sign up for a newsletter. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm like, all right, sure, whatever. I'll sign up for your newsletter, get the discount, I'll cancel it. But I hate the passive-aggressive bullshit they do on it when you don't want to do that. And it's like, no thanks, I'll pay full price. Oh, yeah. I hate that, too. Oh, how about this? No thanks, you can just give me the discount instead of being fucking assholes. How about that? (laughs) How about that? No thanks. I don't want to save money today. I didn't want your coziest cashmere blend crew shirt anyway. It looks boring and plain. Sounds sounds comfy though. You want to pay me ninety? You want me to pay you ninety five dollars for what I'm pretty sure Rocky used when he ran up the stairs in that scene from the movie? I'm sure he didn't pay ninety five dollars for that. I could go to Kmart and get it for ten. Yeah, I'm sure it's not made of cashmere. But uh, do you think? Do you think that Facebook? is listening to you from your phone. Oh, absolutely. That's why I took it ads. off my phone. Yeah. Cause it, because it was because of a conversation we had. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah we went out to visit uh, my daughter like two years ago for a Star Trek night. Uh huh. And we were talking because our daughters were talking about Chuck E. Cheese. And so we were having a conversation about Chuck E. Cheese. And then suddenly I was getting Chuck E. Cheese ads on everything. Hmm. And I haven't been to a Chuck E. Cheese. I haven't gone to their website. It was not something I was searching for. And so the only way that they would know that we were talking about Chuck E. Cheese or that Chuck E. Cheese was something that had entered my mind was because someone was listening to us. I Here's what I think. I don't think Facebook is listening to your microphone. I think they just have gathered so much information and data about us that they can make um, – they can – they can make draw conclusions of what we're talking about based on uh, like we're just together and like I had just gone to Chuck E. Cheese and so we were they would assume that we're talking about it, you know? Maybe, but also I do not give Facebook very much information. Like you know, like you can put your likes and your hobbies and your like all that shit. Yeah, none of those things are filled out for me. They know my name and my age, and that's it. Yeah, I don't put like my family connections generally. Uh, you know, I'm in a relationship, yes. Uh, 
but I don't put any details into Facebook. Right. But Facebook would know theoretically that you and let's say your oldest daughter are living in the same house right now, or at least spending a lot of time in the same area. So yeah, they would know that if a person I am Facebook friends with is in close proximity, geographically speaking, uh, but they wouldn't. I mean, yeah. So I guess they know that we are living in the same house. I guess right, or at least like staying together longer than longer than just like one day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it just seems like they would start serving you ads that have to do with, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're also on the same internet, so yeah, exactly. We're doing though that seems very risky to do at a holiday season. If I'm starting to see ads of things that other people in the house are searching for, see, well, the way they you know. Yeah, that's well. That's true. Because what if they're searching for like uh, a gift for you? But then you could yeah. you could say, "Oh gosh, I saw this ad for this horrible thing. Like I would never get it." And then someone would be like, "Well, returning that." So that that, <laughs> that would be helpful. Yeah. Such as the coziest cashmere blend jogger suit. <laughs> cashmere blend, just all cashmere. All cashmere. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Don't blend it. I... <laughs> it needs to be pure. It needs to be pure cashmere. Yeah. You're a cashmere supremacist? I am. Well, it's because they call it cashmere blend, but it's probably like 5% cashmere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's from a place called cashmere. <laughs> that is a place. It is, different kind of cashmere, I was thinking. But yes, it is a place as well. Where do Afghans come from? Uh, the store. Uh, I, I was going to say grandma's closet. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Afghans? Nobody has Afghans anymore. Afghanistan does. <laughs> Good night.